welcome back to another episode of 90 Days on Fire. I'm Reality Squad. And I'm Drama. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to be wrapping up Happily Ever After. We're going to be covering season, or seasons, <laughs> season five, episodes 14 and 15. And we're just going to kind of um, put a nice little bow and wrap up this season. How's that sound, Drama? That sounds really good. It's, it's about time we wrap up this season, right? Okay, but real quick, I don't know why, and I don't know why I feel this way, but did it kind of feel like the season just abruptly ended? Yeah, they, they, you know, obviously this isn't this, this aptly ever after two hours long per episode mm-hmm. was just dragging, but then they, yeah, they felt like they just abruptly stopped it. I felt like all of a sudden Tanya and Sinjin's storyline was over and I felt like, well, nothing really happened with them this season anyways. <laughs> um, but like the fact that we don't see like any part of like family Libby back in the United States and the fallout of like Charlie drunk. I just felt like there was a very abrupt ending to this. Absolutely. It just seemed like incomplete, incomplete. Yeah. And I definitely am not a fan of this virtual tell all format and we're going to have to endure three weeks of (laughs) tell all. Oh my God. So wow. Yeah. It just seemed to be getting longer and longer, right? uh, They they better bring on uh, Sinjin's friends. Who else do we need to hear from at the tell all? Sinjin's friends for sure. They characters, right? Um, We already know we're going to see Tammy. Uh, yes, Tammy. Probably I mean, Andre's friends I'd like to see too. Andre's friend. I mean, I know they're bringing Vanessa in with Colt. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I hope they bring in somebody from Angela and Michael, like the aunt or somebody, you know. Oh, Aunt a, Lydia. I love Aunt her. Lydia. Yeah. Right. She's, yeah. She's just super classy. What a classy lady overall, right? A real, a real. She's. She's the epitome of a, a classy lady. That's I need sure. an Aunt Lydia in my we, life. We all do. It's funny <laughs> because um, on another podcast I listened to, because, you know, if you watch The Handmaid's Tale, the like, there's a character called Aunt Lydia, but she's not a good person. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it evokes that character from Handmaid's Tale, but this Aunt Lydia is a good Aunt Lydia. <laughs> she is a good Aunt Lydia, yes. And she is beautiful. I love her outfits, her turbans you want to call it turbans or her head wraps yeah her her headdresses they just all michael's whole family is just beautiful all every every person in his family is gorgeous and just to know that they've been putting up with angela is like mind-blowing oh yeah yeah a lot of cigarettes and (laughs) coca-cola right I guess let's talk, let's start off with the biggest snoozers, Tanya and Sinjin. Yeah. We, I mean, it's just more arguing between them in these last couple episodes. They get into a pretty big argument um, when they go out with his friends, you know, Sherlock Holmes and the other guy. (laughs) It just seems like they're always ready to attack and on down each other's throat every scene it's like he's always defensive and she's always looking for excuses to to fight with him and maybe not maybe she's not looking for excuses and maybe she's they're just on two different pages fuck that they're just on two different books you know they're not yeah, in the they're, same yeah they're not even writing the same story their their life paths are 
complete what they want out of life is completely different completely mm-hmm. different for Sinjin, I think things completely changed when Tanya disclosed that he wasn't her soulmate. You know, I, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch their original season because why did I hate Tanya so much? She's annoying for sure. She's a lot. You know, uh, she has a lot of ideas and not a lot of plans to execute. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy is Sinjin a fuck off, right? He is. He's just, he's just waiting for the universe to put his life together for him. And I mean, I'm on Tanya's side when she's wanting to settle down, when she's wanting to build a future with him. And, you know, she's not a free spirit, first of all. No, she tries, but she's not. She's just got to give that, give up that dream. She's she's too type A to wander less. (laughs) (laughs) She, I mean, she, Exactly. Why did we hate Tanya so much? She did get a really bad edit. Back oh, a horrible beginning. edit. Yeah. And I know that during in the social media realm, she, you know, was really quiet and during her first season on 90 Day because she said, hey, I was getting a lot of threats. Everybody hated me so much. I decided not even to be on social media after that because I got a lot of hate. So yeah, I mean, I can understand that she just wants to to build a relationship and a future with somebody. I can't blame her. I I think part of why we hated her so much, or at least for me, is she, she carried herself with a very holier than thou attitude. Like she knew better. She was better. And I don't think people really appreciated that about her. Also, (laughs) she did go to herb camp and like what has come of that? Nothing. Um, She did leave the poor guy in the she shed with her mother doing chores. Right. And it it really seemed like Sinjin was coming over and making all these sacrifices. But now it's like Sinjin doesn't really know. Sinjin married her because he felt like he kind of had to because maybe he wanted to stay in the United States. But eh, he doesn't really like the United States that much. Is there anything in Sinjin's life that he knows for certain? Right. He, there's no, uh, he seems very unstable, but like, because that's what he wants. Right. He, I don't think he likes structure or anything that's too scheduled or anything like that. He wants to be able to pick up and leave at a moment's notice. He even said that. Yeah. I mean, Sinjin is very much um, a type A personality too, in his own um, respect. You know, he's, he's, he's alpha male and he's, he's a very nicer type of alpha male. And Tanya is also very alpha in her, in her own sense too. So yeah, these two definitely, let's put a bet on it. Are they going to make it? (laughs) I, you know, they seem, okay. Uh, No, I don't think so. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think the only thing that they have in common is sexual chemistry, which can hold a relationship together for Mm -hmm. a long, for a long time. Um, You kind of ignore kind of outside factors when you're in the throes of lust. (laughs) Right. I mean, she is the the one night stand that um, that's still here. Yeah, so I think that they have a very good, healthy sex life, but it, I, there's just nothing else there, you know? Right. 
And for all of her complaining that he, uh, so she has valid criticisms of her, of him for not having like any direction. Like, I think we thought it was cute. Their original season where he was like, maybe I want to be an opera singer. Maybe I want to be a firefighter. <laughs> maybe I want to be a, whatever he wanted. He was naming off such random like things that didn't go together. Um, <laughs> But so she was like, uh, narrow it down. And we were like, come on, Tanya, give him a break. But has he, he hasn't tested any of that out. Mm -hmm. Has he gone to singing lessons? Has he gone to, um, inquire about what it takes to be a firefighter, you know? Exactly. And you know what, you see that a lot of the issues with Sinjin is stems with, from being, from his family and his mom in general. I mean, it seems like she just makes a lot of excuses for him you yeah. know, and I mean, a lot of the moms on this show is, you know, really, it's Enabler. really telling, exactly. It's really telling how, why their sons, you know, are the way that they are, right? Yeah. With Jehoon's mom, with Debbie, with Sinjin's mom, and, mm-hmm. you know, whoever else, right? Except for Michael's mom. I mean, Michael's mom is amazing. Michael has nothing to do with this group of people that I just threw him in. So, sorry. I know, poor Michael. <laughs> we'll touch on him later, but, you know, it, it was, yeah, I, I, I noticed that his family, they seem to make a lot of excuses for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sinjin just, to me, not my type of guy at all. I mean, he seems like a very fun person to hang around, but for the, for a, a potential partner in life, mm-hmm. hell no, hell no. He just seems like he's just too carefree for me. But, uh, and you know, him, people call him what lazy, he's lazy. He's, he's a lazy drunk you know I think he has a Peter Pan syndrome like he peaked at like 22 or 23 when he you know was a hot young bartender or whatever and he doesn't want to grow out of that or move on from that I kind of went through (laughs) nothing like that but when I was graduating college and then you're you're faced with the real world I took a fifth year of school. <laughs> so, yeah. it, you know, I think a lot of us do face that, like it's time to grow up and we kind of, you know, get stubborn and, and uh, we're reticent to accept that, but eventually you have to. <laughs> right. Right. He, well, how old is Sinjin? Isn't he in his thirties? He's. Th- I think they're both 30. Yeah. yeah. So it, it is um, appropriate for Tanya to think about having children. If she was like 19 or 20 and she's like mm-hmm. all gung ho about having kids and he's like, wait, let's pump the brakes. Uh, that would yeah. be understandable. It's, it's hard to take her seriously. If I were Sinjin too, if she left for 30 days out of the 90 days to go to Costa Rica, you know, we see the clips that they showed what she was doing in Costa Rica and yeah, she seemed like to take her seriously. Yeah, exactly. And now, and now you want this guy to, to, to settle down when you called him not your soulmate and it's, yeah, I don't think they're going to make it either. She seemed a lot less, um, woo woo this season. Like there was no, um, astrology, uh, web visit. There was no herb camp. Like she didn't really talk about any of those things. This It's the painkiller she's paying for her, uh, her leg. Yeah. Essential oils don't fix broken bones, apparently. <laughs> you know, and I just, it, it, the whole thing with his parents, um, or they're completely enabling him and it, it, they're almost like encouraging him to 
stay behind. Exactly. And they're like, do you really want to leave? And you know, he doesn't want to leave, you know, and you could, you yeah. could see it in his demeanor, his eyes that he's, he's really upset about having to leave. And, you know, and the fact that Tanya threw in, like, I brought you to America and he's looking at her like, really? You brought me over to America. Like I owe you something, you know, like, I left my life cold. behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just seems a lot more carefree himself back at home and he misses his family. And I, I see that Sinjin is going to move back um, to South Africa with his friends and family and remain a bachelor until he's um, for another 10 years. Could you imagine Sinjin as a dad right now? <laughs> like for all the shit that we give Andre, he seems like a very loving, attentive father. I could not imagine Sinjin changing diapers. Right. I know. He'd be like, oh, baby, you don't need a diaper. You, you just, you'll be fine. Yeah. You know, the, the baby will have like peasant butt. <laughs> <laughs> diaper rash for sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. So Tanya and Sinjin, uh, the, the crux of their storyline was excessive drinking, lack of direction, and then I felt like, I felt like it was so incomplete. Yeah. So I guess we'll yeah. see what happens at the tell-all. Right. I, I hope we get to see uh, Sherlock Holmes too on the tell-all for oh sure. Oh my God. I need, I need, I need another round of Sinjin's friends. I don't even think I caught their names. I just called the one guy Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> I know me neither. <laughs> well, cause he just goes like, Hey mates. And like, my boys and stuff like I don't I've never even heard him like call them for I don't know yeah those two also are not support supportive of Sinjin's relationship you can totally tell they're like you know you want to come and hang out with us do you even like her like he's they're totally baiting him I love when they told Tanya you admit you're a total control freak right <laughs> she's like no yeah I'm a free spirit yeah uh, well okay we have three weeks of catching up with them to do coming up. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll, we'll see. see how they quarantined together. If they, oh God. I'm sure that was rough for them. I, you know what? Also, I don't mean to just go back to them, but her injury really probably had a lot to do with, um, you know, the what's unfolding between them two. I mean, an injury like that in the beginning of a marriage, mm-hmm. you know, I hope, I hope for the best, but you know, for them, nobody wants uh, to get divorced or marriage to break up, you know, but yeah. yeah. I think, I think Tanya came off very compassionate uh, or like we, we had a lot of empathy for her because that was a very serious injury. And then um, remember when she went to physical therapy and they told mm-hmm. her she might never be able to work a job, like, I mean, bartending, but like a job where she's standing a lot. She might never be able to do that again. She's going to have arthritis kicking in in a couple years. Like, this is some heavy shit that she's had to deal with. Hey, you know what? If, if it means that she gets to eat barbecue in bed with her legs up. <laughs> <laughs> that food looked delicious. <laughs> that braai. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the results of Larissa's transformation? <laughs> wow. You know... Mm. did you see that picture of her did she, I don't know if she just you know she did get a tummy tuck that's for sure but 
on her uh, cam soda picture, that bathing suit was, you know, coming up high. It's a mm -hmm. high cut bathing suit. And you can see that the uh, scars, did it look like scars from her tummy tuck or something? It, it looked horrible down there. Could it have been like maybe a C-section scar? Or... No, I mean, it was low. It was like uh, down, down uh, between her like upper thigh and. Oh, okay. No, I, I, did, I didn't um, notice that, but. Why did she even get a tummy tuck? She looked fine before. Well, she has mentioned that she doesn't like to work out, so she'd rather just go under the knife. But, man, her recovery looked rough. Like, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Eric was there for her. What, what a nice friend to be. I mean, I don't think he definitely did not know what he was signing up for. <laughs> That's for sure. No, no. Yeah. I uh think. He had said like he had to get up, get her up at four o'clock in the morning, I guess, to make sure that she mm -hmm. was making it through. Um, it, it seemed like he was, it was one night that he had to endure two hours of sleep. He looked like a wreck at the doctor's office. <laughs> he just <laughs> broke down. He looked crying. like any first time parent. <laughs> exactly. <with a> <laughs> Like, this is exactly what postpartum looks like. <laughs> you know? You're up again. I have to feed you again. <laughs> yeah. What did you think of her transformation? Um, I, you know what? If Larissa wants to transform herself into a Barbie doll, then, then great. Good for her. Um, you know... I think that, she, you know, there's this two schools of thought. One is we're all appalled that she's spending all this money on plastic surgery or getting all this plastic surgery done that costs tens of thousands of dollars. And her kids are living in Brazil and she's mm -hmm. not there. They, they clearly are not a priority for her. But I had a follower mention to me, like, they're probably better off without her. Right, right. If this is her mindset and if this is what's important to her, you know, it's best that they're, they are not in her life, right? I mean, I, I don't understand why she's still on the show. You know, I like Larissa. I think that she's, she's honest. She's straightforward. You know, she hasn't really lied to us about anything, um, right. you know, but her storyline is completely irrelevant. I mean, I feel like I was watching botched or or something you know like right like there was no I mean I guess her she went on that one date that date was funny when um she was like oh guess what I was arrested three times <laughs> and then like she just gets back together with Eric and then she gets all this plastic surgery yeah I mean I'm all for it I mean if you if you have a dream, a desire, a goal to make yourself feel good and, and make yourself more empower yourself with these plastic surgeries, so be it, you know, it's your body. Mm -hmm. um, spending $72,000 to look like Kylie Jenner. Did, does she look like Kylie Jenner? I mean, no, <laughs> no, exactly. She didn't. I mean, the whole time, I was thinking, you know, Eric is taking such good care of her. What a nice guy. I mean, two hours of sleep, breaking down, crying. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's probably worried he won't get his loan back. Yeah. He's just trying to keep her going just so he's, you know, hey, there, you're going to pay me back. <laughs> there's no way he gave her 70 grand to have all these surgeries. When, okay. he, when yeah. his decor in his bedroom is Christmas lights. <laughs> 
No way. No way. I call bullshit. Exactly. I mean, she lent him a phone that he's using because he couldn't buy his own phone. I mean, yeah, agree, agree. People are saying that he probably applied for care credit. You know, Mm -hmm. for those of you who don't know what care credit is, it's part of the healthcare where, you know, at at a dentist, I'll add um, care credit while I was at the dentist, you know, so Mm -hmm. um, it's an open line of credit for health purposes I guess you should say so yeah I mean that's the only reason why he probably uh, was able to afford it was through care credit and she couldn't apply for that herself probably because she has no credit in the United States so they probably gave him a good chunk but that's a lot of money to be approved for um for somebody who can't afford a phone you know I, I don't know I don't know what happened but she did make what she did bring in a hundred thousand dollars in what 40 minutes or something like that for cam soda really yeah. whoa I did not know that good for her I, I, get yeah, it, good girl. For her. I, I think that's the reason why she uh is like Eric you're selling your house we're moving to Colorado Springs and oh, cameo get on OnlyFans and cam soda seriously you know what everybody this this uh season and this cast is is on is getting on OnlyFans yeah I mean I guess it's better than um what was it last time with uh with that other group it wasn't only it was um they were doing like cameo that- and or GoFundMe, GoFundMe. There you go. Oh, well, yeah. At least they're providing a service and not just asking for money. A hundred thousand dollars in forty minutes. You know what? I, I was, I was telling my husband. I was like, you know what? This might be a good opportunity for us. Think. Yeah, it makes you think. <laughs> like, like maybe we could have that bigger house. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? There's such thing as um only feet. Have you ever heard of anything like that? Only feet. There is something for everyone out there. <laughs> oh my God. I, I actually looked it up. I'm like, wait, only feet. What is that? I mean, somebody's making like $20,000 a month posting pictures of their feet. And I'm like, wait a minute, honey, do you want to, do you want me to take pictures of your, of your feet? And he's like, wait, me, my feet? I'm like, yeah, not mine. <laughs> he's like, okay, let me think about that. Yeah. Ooh, maybe we'll, we'll um, hear from... Dave, what what was Eric's roommate's name? Like Dave or David? Dave. Maybe, yeah. maybe we'll hear hear from him at the tell all. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, he didn't really have that much personality, but I'd like to definitely hear what his insight is behind the scenes. Mm-hmm, for sure. Well, breaking news over the weekend: Larissa was ta- allegedly oh. taken into custody by ICE. Do oh, it, yeah. what do we think? Did, oh my god! Is this true? There's speculation that this was a publicity stunt, but Carmen mm-hmm. has posted some confirming paperwork uh, showing that yeah. she was released on her own recognizance. So, right. I mean, a lot of people are saying it is a publicity stunt. They're saying, "Hey, ICE isn't even open on the weekends. Like, where is she going?" You know, um, ninety day Yahoo boy yeah. actually called. Yes. Yes. I cannot believe he did that. Like that was so badass. (laughs) And they're like, what are you? Are you her lawyer? He's like, no, I work as a blogger. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I actually posted that video on my, um, 
on my Instagram, but uh, a lot of people are calling it fake. But, you know, I do believe that he did call him. They, it didn't sound like they had any information on, on the fact that she was booked or something like that. But, you know, Carmen did state that she was never, um, she was never in jail. They never, you know, so they don't, they wouldn't have any record of her. So, right. I mean, does ICE detain people over the weekend and let them out in three hours? I mean, you kind of have to wait to see a judge. Yeah. I mean, that takes time. I've never even gotten in and out of the DMV in three hours. (laughs) Like this, this would be record bureaucratic movement on the part of the United States government. And to me, that, that's the most unbelievable part of all of this. Yeah. But Carmen did say that someone t- like tipped ice off or called and reported her. Who do you think reported her? Oh, I mean, she's got a lot of fans and at the same time, haters, you know. Yeah. So who reported Dave? <laughs> Natalie thinks Eric might have. I saw a post where uh, Natalie uh, thinks Eric might have been the one to report her. Why? I don't That's know. Weird. That's yeah, weird. I mean, Eric, Eric is Eric is a strange character for sure. I mean, his yeah. he's definitely very animated with his hand gestures. I don't know. I can't really point my finger out and what I, how I feel about Eric. I mean, a lot of people are saying that they're both using each other. There's no chemistry between Larissa and Eric. There is no chemistry between them. <laughs> I mean, Natalie even said when we interviewed her that he introduced himself to her as a reality star. So mm. I, I think this is mutually beneficial for them. I think um, Larissa is getting a place to stay, someone to take care of her, and Eric is getting on TV. Right, exactly. I mean, did you hear the part where he was like, hey, you know what? We haven't had sex for a while. I mean, this will give me a little bit more time to get prepared. And I'm like, prepared? What yeah. are you having? Like, are you preparing for like a sport yeah. fuck or something? Like, what, what are you preparing for? Yeah. People are like, he's preparing the, the scent of a woman. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, this, this has to be the last time that Larissa's on the show, right? You know, like I said, what, what her story is, like, yeah. yeah, her story is irrelevant. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I mean, I did hear just some gossip about her and Eric potentially getting their own spinoff. I could see that. She makes for great TV. That's mm. for sure. Right. I mean, she makes like 4,500 or something per episode, you know? So, so she has to have a work permit then, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So she's definitely taking care of Eric, taking care of Eric. I mean, we've, Natalie disclosed that that's what Larissa said. I pay for everything. Um, You know, Eric is kind of just there. (laughs) We wish them the best, you know, they're they're off to Colorado Springs. Yeah. So they're off to Colorado Springs. Mm -hmm. A little short, short uh, detour by ice, but, uh, now they're they're on their way yeah they're they're all set i mean if larissa's in porn and she's our soft porn you know and she's making forty thousand dollars a clip i mean she's she's set you know Uh she's talk shit as much as you want she's laughing her way to the bank so yeah you get a girl i hope some of that money is going to her family in brazil the the payback to her father for 
whatever she asked for him, her kids, you know, just we'd like to see some type of retribution, you know? Yeah. Cause I, I think it just leaves a bad taste in everyone's mouth that we all know she has kids and she literally, she mentioned them their original season mm-hmm. and never again. Right, and you right. would think like, <laughs> you know, as a mom, if your relationship doesn't work out, you would want to be back with your kids, but that's clearly not her, her goal. Mm-hmm. Right. And a lot of people are saying she's got, you know, two kids, three kids. Um, for sure. She's got three kids. Yeah. 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 Cause I know that I've read on a magazine, um, on, a was it TMZ that it said like this mom of two I'm like wait a minute she's got three kids yeah no she definitely has three and we'll see um I'm not gonna lie I'd watch a, a Larissa spinoff <laughs> yeah just like I'm, I'm watching Darcy and Stacy. I talk, I talk shit all you went but they, yeah. they're funny they are yeah. funny and you know what I'll probably watch Family Chantel too because <laughs> I am just <laughs> I'm a complainer, but then I'm like, I need some, some trash to watch. So right. you need to feel good about yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's round these, this whole storyline out. What did you think of Colt and Debbie's like come to Jesus moment that, that discussion they had in this last episode? It, it almost seemed like Colt is breaking off with Debbie and she was devastated yeah. It was really sad for me to see too. I felt for Colt because you know he 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 had a heart to heart with her, and mm-hmm. he was really just spilling out his true feelings finally. And this is something that he he's even expressed that it was a a weight on his shoulders that he didn't even realize that was there. And he's manipulation is is mm-hmm. kind of just coming to light or coming to a head, and he's finally realizing that you know I'm seeing a pattern with my relationships and the reason why they're not working out mom do you mind taking a step back and she's she's like I'm I'm your mother no matter if I'm you're 90 years old you'll still be my baby Debbie you're for sure not going to be around when he's 90 (laughs) like right like we know this (laughs) Uh, Uh, I don't know she might be I think that I'm not sure. Do we know how Colt's dad passed away? I mean, we know that he did pass away. Um, They've only had each other for however long. Also, Debbie mentioned on, I noticed on Instagram when Colt turned 35 that she posted like a happy birthday post to him and he was extremely premature. So he spent um, several months in the NICU. Mm. So I think... um, that kind of I think she's really fearful of loss like she lost her husband she almost lost her son once like you can kind of understand where where her tight grasp comes from exactly but yeah absolutely um Colt I think is realizing that this is not a healthy relationship with your mom that's going to allow for a healthy relationship with a woman. Exactly. I'm really glad that he's finally putting his foot down and, and mm-hmm. telling her everything that people have been noticing, you know, and I, and, and sec- and he, secretly he's definitely felt it, but mm-hmm. he didn't want to hurt her feelings. I mean, he's a good son, you know, we got to give it to him that he's a good son. He's always putting mommy first before himself. And he feels mm-hmm. some type of, um 
burden to take care of her and he's a good kid and I mean I don't blame Debbie for wanting the best for her kid and for if I if my son if I saw that some girl was using my son I would definitely step into and be the mama bear you know I she is definitely overboard with it and extreme but I I understand where she's coming from she just needs to back the fuck off that's for sure and let him live his life and let him enjoy his life and stop making him feel bad about being happy and choosing somebody else over her yeah and I think at the end of the day um what did she say it'll be a cold day in hell before I ever do his laundry again (laughs) I cracked (laughs) up but you know at the end of the day Debbie should want for him to kind of branch out on his own Um, clearly she's always going to be a major part of his life. She'll Mm -hmm. probably always in some capacity live with him or near him. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay because sometimes that's just what you have to do, you know, but um, at the same time, you can be in the same household, but not be on top of each other. And I think like that, that's what Colt is getting at is that he wants to get under her thumb a little bit. He needs to get out of that house. That's what I think. There's no way he's going to have a Vanessa doesn't seem to mind. (laughs) You know what? We do see Vanessa a lot in his social media. Um, They are together. Yeah. You know, it, it seemed like they're hanging out a lot with each other. So he's having that relationship with Vanessa. So, you know, maybe things are working out with him and a little social media tea too with Jess is that she is married. Oh yes. Yes. She's either what engaged or married. No, she's married. And apparently mm-hmm. the guy she married is a musician in Las Vegas and Larissa starred in um, one of his music videos. Did you see that music video? I saw like a clip of it. I haven't watched mm-hmm. the whole thing, but right. Yeah, it's, it's really weird to me that they they have this circle of guys that kind of just like circle around like, hey, it didn't work out with Larissa, so let me just head over to her friend. And you know, it's weird yeah. to me, that's for sure. <laughs> but yes, that they uh, it is Brian, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, he Larissa and Eric did star in his music video. So oh, Eric was in it too. Eric was in it oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> Eric- Eric was Larissa's lover in his uh, music oh, video, god. so you gotta watch it. Oh god, Eric is so creepy to me. Mm-hmm. He is, <laughs> and, and his OnlyFans, he's like in the top 5% or something, and I'm just like, wow. Who's subscribing to these things? Someone, because um, I w- there's a YouTube channel called Your Wet Sock, who's hysterical, and he comments a lot on 90 Day Fiance, and he bought Colt's OnlyFans. <laughs> And he made like a follow-up video to it. And he said that Colt went from like five subscribers to like 60 subscribers, like after his video premiered. And so I had posted in my story, like, who is like, who are these 60 people? And someone was like, they're probably all YouTubers (laughs) (laughs) for content. I'm like, "Eh, whatever. But for what he charged, he charges like $25, I think. So that was like, Fourteen or fifteen hundred dollars. Holy crap! Twenty five dollars per month yeah. to subscribe to his yeah whipped cream and, and well, uh, apparently, if you go uh, search YouTube, you can find the Your Wet Sock video where he uh, reviews Colts OnlyFans. 
He does uh, show a little side uh, shaft and... Um, oh, my God. Yeah. I think he reveals a lot more than um, other OnlyFan uh, creators. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, yeah. So if that's your I, thing, if okay. that's your thing and you got a spare 25 bucks, yeah, oh, I mean... <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> Here's your official plug, Colt. <laughs> Oh man, the wedding from hell, or the or the brother from hell. The brother from hell. I mean, but wed- wedding. Of that was a gorgeous wedding. I mean, yeah, that was a gorgeous wedding. Best uh, wedding in day history for sure. It was it was beautiful. Uh, Libby looked gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Andre looked good. Andre was like, and I'm sitting here thinking, like, why don't I like Andre? Exactly. I'm I really like, wanted him to kick Charlie's ass in this in the in the season finale. I think Libby wanted to kick Charlie's ass too. It <laughs> and this is why this is but the other reason why I feel like it was kind of abruptly ended the season. I gotta know what happened the next day. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like the conversation that, that they had to have had with Charlie, because he was ridiculous and nobody can act that drunk he was really that drunk do you think he was playing the role or do you think that he was actually very it looked like he was i sure drunk i think um i think definitely the producers had probably prodded him with what kind of content they wanted to get and then i think he got really fucking drunk and (laughs) took it way too far i don't think anyone could have seen that toast Mm -hmm. like and what was so ironic to me is that he says that he's trying to protect his dad and that Libby and Andre are like stealing his money, but you all work for your dad. You all work for your dad. You're mm-hmm. all living off of his money. It, it was ridiculous. The whole, the whole Charlie situation was ridiculous. Him, him and Jen both. I mean, super bitter about Chuck paying for the wedding. I mean, everybody thinks Jen is secretly in love with Andre the way her tension is towards him and you know there's definitely jealousy for sure between the sisters there just mm-hmm. under the under the rug type of jealousy right yeah well uh libby's the youngest right so she's the baby the baby always you know she looks the most like chuck they yeah they get everything mm-hmm. handed to them for sure um but i i thought andre carried himself impeccably the wedding was beautiful it seemed like so much fun Mm -hmm. the only person that I like out of that whole family is Libby's mom you know I think she was the most classiest but she did make that stupid comment about you know I first came here and Oh, she she expected to see more poverty and sadness. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, don't you guys do any, I mean, granted, you know what, Moldova Moldova is one of the top um, poor countries in the world, right? So yes, there is some truth to what she's saying, but I mean, there is a time and place to say things that you know is going to air on TV and, you know, it just doesn't make you look great. From the peasant food comment to that ridiculous Airbnb that they rented. Um, I think they just came off like... Super pretentious. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't think that they're going to like watching back what what made Mm -hmm. it to the cutting room floor. (laughs) Right. I, I 
yeah, exactly. Why do, why did I hate Andre so yeah. much, right? In the beginning. Also, I mean, if my brother got drunk and behaved that type of way, even at th- my brother's 34 years old, my mom would still put, put him over her knee and spank him. <laughs> um, I cannot believe, you know, I'm not endorsing spanking or anything. There's a, these are different times, people. But, <laughs> it's a joke. Um, it's a joke. It's a joke. Um, but my mom would for sure call him out and still be his mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie, I, I don't think any of the, the kids have ever had, like, discipline know right at all because they they were just like oh, what did jen say like i know he's a uh he's an asshole or he's a whatever but tonight's not the night the issue the whole, yeah the issue the should have been on his drunk it. behavior not exactly. whether or not he was right about andre and it's like the whole issue is it, it wasn't right time period throughout the whole time you guys were there you know so it's like for her to say it's not the right night for you know it's like she's been egging him on this whole time and all of a sudden she's like oh tonight's not the night trying to be the good guy you know but I found it hilarious when Chuck made the Charlie made the toast and everybody got quiet and then the DJ goes what did he say he's like let's go dancing let's have some fun (laughs) oh I did notice that there was some continuity issues because they show this whole fight, the speeches, everything, and then their first dance, and then she's back in the veil. Like, obviously, they d- they would have done the first dance mm-hmm. probably more towards the beginning of the reception. Mm-hmm. I just thought that that was funny, and I just noticed that. <laughs> Super proud of Andre, though. I mean, he buries the hatchet, as he says, with Chuck, right? I and- would have thrown hands at my brother for acting that way. I can't believe Libby wasn't more irate. I know. For as self-centered as she is, like, you know, she had to have this big second Moldovan wedding and to have that shit. Right. (laughs) I would have been pissed. Me too. I mean, this family is super outlandish. I just, I can't understand what, where so much hatred and so much, you know, for already a couple that's already married with a child. I just, I can't grasp that at all. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) they're all, they're all whiny little babies. Exactly. And I mean, Andre is definitely coming out as a superhero now, the James Bond in his blue tux and taking Chuck outside and saying, Hey, I'm sorry. It didn't seem like it was totally out of his character, right. To apologize to Chuck. And Mm -hmm. At the same time, Chuck was still like, well, I still don't know about this guy. I mean, it doesn't, you know, like, dude, just let it go. Jesus. That was probably the most frustrating part of their storyline is that they're like, oh, they're so focused on his past, on his past. Yo, he's been in your family for years (laughs) at this point. Yeah. This is just coming up now? Right, exactly. And that's why a lot of people are saying that this is definitely – scripted you know there's no way that for sure embellished yeah, for sure. Ex- yeah. very embellished that's a that's the perfect term for it yeah well uh, shall we uh talk a little bit about um kalani and asuelu and yeah yeah there's a lot to unbe- this actually i think was the most wrapped up storyline because we kind of jumped three months with them mm-hmm. um i just gotta say it Fuck Tammy. 
<laughs> I will die on that hill. <laughs> oh, God. I She's mean, a she piece looked, of work. She is. I mean, how classless is, is it's just. You have nothing to understand. apologize for. You tried to fight your brother's wife. Even if you thought you were completely right, you should at least apologize for that. Right. There was a lot of like no coming back from this type of situation with this family in general, you know, between the mom's comment of I I just want money and, and Tammy just super money hungry and very stuck in Samoa type of thinking. I mean, and and the thing is like, they've lived in the States for so long. And it was weird to me that when Asuelo picked up his mom from the airport and she's kind of like, wow, this is beautiful here. It's very clean here. I mean, she came from Washington, right? Yeah. But I will say there's a big difference between uh, here in Orlando. The streets are much oh, yeah. better maintained than in for LA, sure. for sure. So for I don't know if, uh, <laughs> not quite sure what kind of neighborhood, but, you know, it's, it's Utah's big mountains, open space. And so mm-hmm. it could have been a, a kind of a new experience for her. But I was flabbergasted at the notion that because your son or brother is not putting you and your mom above his children, mm-hmm. they should get divorced. Yeah, that was, that was it for me. The whole divorce term of, and the reason behind it, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I could There's understand. no like a uh, toxic relationship pattern. Mm-hmm. Like there's no domestic violence. There's no like addiction mm-hmm. issues or, or things where you would encourage someone to leave a relationship. Exactly. Like, fuck Tammy, man. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so they sh- about her. They should be happy that Asuelu found a good family who's taking care of his kids, who's supporting him, a wife that supports him and takes care of him. And Oh my God. I mean, just thinking about the list, the homework that Kalani had him do at this. <laughs> what is on your list? Uh, clean my own plate and uh, clean the apples. Yeah. <laughs> I loved when she was like, I don't care if you rake the apples. <laughs> I mean, it was the, her, her list was I'm inside what? and watch your kids. Exactly. I don't care if you're raking apples. <laughs> I mean, his list. Un- just emotionally n- not experienced in life at all doesn't exactly I mean when she said that he was hiding out going to play volleyball during quarantine I mean oh that pissed me Lulu. off come on bro like well okay so uh, on the one hand I don't know when in quarantine they filmed this if this was at the beginning where maybe people weren't taking it so seriously, things hadn't completely shut down. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. So maybe I'm going to try to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he didn't think measles were a big deal. Condoms are mm-hmm. for slut people. <laughs> if she had to explain COVID to him, I just, I can't. The end. So she's like, you know what? Just leave. <laughs> And I think that's exactly what happened towards the end. Um, you know, we're jumping very far uh, into this conversation, oh, yeah. be- you know, with them. But yeah, that is that it looks like that's what happens. And that's what she's deciding to do. So hope hoping that, um, you know, we'll get more information from the tell all. But yeah, uh, Kalani just deserves so much better. 
Yeah. She's a strong woman, that's for sure. One thing I wanted to talk about that really I found kind of fascinating is that Lo didn't say anything at that dinner. I was expecting a lot more from him too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, some of my followers had mentioned to me, you know, like, you know, he, he's a man and it was women having conversations. So he was just letting them speak. But what I wanted to see was they've hinted at it through the, throughout the season that him and his wife had some of those same discussions about what's appropriate to send back and and whatnot and where did they come where did they settle on what like what they were comfortable with I would have loved to have known and I would have loved to have seen him explain that to Asuelu's mother Mm -hmm. that look he 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 Mm -hmm. compromised or or whatever um but he didn't and I was super disappointed yeah exactly and the only thing he said was you know he he didn't think that Kalani and Asuelu knew that what they were getting into. And that was it. And I'm like, that's it, really, Lo? You know, we were expecting a heated argument between y'all in, in the restaurant, right? Yeah. I mean, especially when, it's, I mean, he did give her, uh, um, Asuelu's mom, a lot of side eye, you know, when she yeah. did mention, like, you guys didn't obey me or Kalani didn't obey me. Something yeah. Like so um, clearly, this is a very uh, strong tradition in in Simone culture the the notion of either you know if you visit bringing gifts or or sending certain types of maybe food or or whatnot money back home it just to me it was just so it's I can't get over the the total disregard for Oliver and Kennedy oh my god when when mother Asuelo leaned in to give uh Oliver a Kennedy a kiss while while Kalani was breastfeeding him yeah oh my god I was like no I would have I would have definitely not let that happen it it was just really weird I mean super you could tell when when your mother-in-law is phony Mm. you know it's just like that relationship is not there and Mm. you're only there for your husband you're there you're trying to make your marriage work you know it's like what is she getting out of this marriage yeah it it just like even their like when they went on that date, even their conversations, it seems like a grown up talking to a child. Exactly. Like, have you ever had a jalapeno before? Like, these are the kind. That, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could talk about that on a date, but he's like, "You're the pineapple of my life." I guess yeah. that's cute. I don't know, but he yeah. just comes off very childlike to me. I don't think Kalani was um, prepared to to have these issues with Asuelu you know mm-hmm. a lot of these couples just meet each other 90 days is just too soon to to know somebody period perfect example of this relationship Sinjin's relationship it's just way too soon mm-hmm. you know you well, just and, don't know a person yeah and I wonder part of me wonders like if he's speaking his native language I wonder if he comes off as childlike Mm-hmm. I, 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 part of me thinks maybe it has something to do with struggling with English. Um, but I think that's just his personality. Yeah. I think that is just his personality. He was, uh, you know, he's a Samoan native. So a lot of the same thinking is there and in, 
installed in him and I don't think that he's ever going to change and he's just going to need a really big wake-up call um, Mm -hmm. you know for him to want to change we did kind of see him take the steps and and tell his mom that he's going to cross out Samoa from his bank account and Mm -hmm. I was like okay you're on the right path but you know again he falls back into the same old childish and selfish thinking of hey you know what I'm going to do my part and wash my own dishes and you can do everything else yeah, or I'm going to go play volleyball, uh, lie about it. it the, yeah. yeah I, I can not... see why she was just like, uh, when she said, I don't know if I'm going to miss him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that says it all. That's very <laughs> telling for sure. I mean, she did say she's with somebody who's giving her nothing. She doesn't see the point of being married anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very sad, you know, with two kids. People are saying that, you know, the first first kid that you had with him, you should have learned your lesson, but, you know, you decided to have another kid with him. I don't think people just decide. I, I, I'm sure it just happened and there was no control over that, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, very sad. So I, I'm, I'm excited to hear the tell-all with, with this couple. I, um, yeah, I am. I have... I have so many questions. Sean Robinson, oh you got to come through, girl. You yes. got to come through. <laughs> we did see a clip of uh, Tammy yes. and Angela getting into it, right? Why is Angela wearing, wearing a mask. mask in her own home? <laughs> she looked like somebody straight up from like motor combat or something when she had her like, <laughs> when she was flexing, I'm like, oh my God, what is going on here? But hopefully Angela puts Tammy in her place. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Yep. Let's let's hit on someone we didn't see in um, the season finale, but Paul and Carini. And we, did, just, we haven't even seen them teased in the tell-all either. I didn't right. Know. They're just off to Brazil, right? That's the last, uh, the last thing that I remember was Paul shuffling through, finding passport, trying to find a passport, and him... His whole suitcase fucking drama. Bumbling and, with luggage, which we've oh seen my God. approximately he gives me, 14 million times. He gives me so much anxiety. <laughs> I just, and what was up his butt crack? You know, like nobody. What was did, up his butt crack? <laughs> <laughs> the forever mystery of season five. What did he sit on? Oh my God. Yeah. The, probably the seatbelt or something. I don't know. It, it was probably the passport. He had it shoved yeah. up his ass way so <laughs> high. So, Car- so Karini couldn't leave. Exactly. <laughs> their, their, their whole, uh, their whole storyline has taken a really dark turn that we've seen play out currently on social media. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a lot. I, I, Paul kind of went, for me, he went from being this kind of dorky, bumbly guy to being Mm -hmm. kind of, like, I I kind of think he's a really nut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's got cameras all over the house and... He keeps his uh, dogs in like a cage. That, that's mm -hmm. just really unsettling to me. It's just, he's, he's a control freak. You know, he's a control freak and he wants, he wants to control Karini and it, it's, yeah, like you said, very dark yeah. and uh, this, hopefully Karini is okay. I'm not even sure if Karini even is in love with him. You know, I think that she's just he looks like done. She him. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. done. She wants to go back to Brazil and be with her family and she, I don't even think she cares about being in America. His attempts at like taking her to see a grocery store or the poop treatment facility, or, or bringing her plantains, 
to like impress her. And it's all, all she's said is get a job. And he's like, no, here, here are these plantains. Are you all better? Do you feel better? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Here are these plantains that you're going to have to cook for me. Yeah. I mean, get some curtains that are bright, at least, you know, that aren't, yeah, exactly. Go to the thrift store and buy a couple sheets, at least, right? Exactly. It's like, you know that Karini's depressed. You know that she's, yeah, and nothing turns your depression, like, um, flash bags over the window. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Weird, super, who, like, we'll see, I guess, what happens between them. But she hates his guts and she wants yeah. nothing to do with him. And I don't, but you know, what's really weird to me was like Mother Mary and this whole dynamic. She's seems like a very loving grandma when, 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 you know, she's there. But a lot of people are saying like she's definitely not a great grandmother at all. You know, it's like she's rushing to the airport to say goodbye, but she's absent pretty much while Karini is there, you know? So it's, it's weird to yeah. me. Yeah. I, you know, it's gotta be a tough position. I think they've had a very tough time with Paul mm-hmm. and his arson and, and just, I think Paul was a very difficult child. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. I think on the one hand, I f- fully uh, think that Paul's father has put its foot down completely and his mom kind of just has to go along with that. Um, a, my initial question was always, well, why can't Karini and Pierre go and hang out at the home if mm-hmm. Paul's out looking for work or whatnot? Well, Paul did say in the beginning that his father is not supportive of him marrying Karini at all or going to Brazil to marry a oh, woman that's in Brazil. Right. So that's, right. that's probably the reason why mm-hmm. he's just unsupportive of this relationship. Yeah. So at least Mary's there for her child, you know, she's, she's there for Paul. <laughs> my favorite moment in probably all of 92 fiance history was when she's like you really are an idiot paul (laughs) she's definitely given it to him the way the way that any mother should you know hard tough love as they say right and she's she's like nobody wants to marry a deadbeat paul you're pretty much a deadbeat deadbeat (laughs) did you invite me here just to buy you dog food (laughs) oh man i mean it does seem like they have a pretty close relationship with each other Mm-hmm. Um, Paul and his mother and I mean it's kind of strange too I mean I well when they went to that see. dinner she was like oh where's uh Karini and the baby and she was like I wouldn't have come if I knew they weren't going to be here <laughs> <laughs> I was surprised that she didn't give him a lock of her hair before he left to Brazil yeah yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird I mean I, uh, every single one of these couples got that weird niche to them uh, I, yeah yeah Paul is weird I think he's has got a thing with hair you know it's like he's always smelling his mother's hair and smelling Karini's hair and there was there was actually a recent social media post of him um dressed in like some some like native wear did you see oh yeah I saw that yeah yeah so he was like a Brazilian uh cultural costume or something yeah Mm -hmm. um yeah he's in Brazil I he just updated his Instagram stories saying he's going to have to raise the prices of his cameos because he needs the money to travel. So are people booking his cameos? A lot of people do buy his cameos. Um, Again, that YouTube channel um, that covers 90 Day Fiance bought a cameo from him and they actually said that 
Paul does does very lengthy cameos for the price. And he also will redo them for free if you want or, or what have you. So they, they actually praised uh, Paul's cameo Mm. ability, but I mean, in my last vlog, uh, 90 day E11 had post has posted some truly bizarre cameos that they've recorded (laughs) together. Um, the Paul Paul's just he the nicest thing I can say is he walks to the beat of his own drum <laughs> yeah he's a hot mess yeah let's let's wrap up with Angela and Michael what Aww. did you think of the wedding the wedding was was a Nigerian American wedding I mean mm-hmm. not definitely not my style at all but they seem very happy and I mean I was surprised that Angela didn't throw down at that cake topper. It was a completely it was like Chantel on that cake topper. <laughs> it um <laughs> did not look like Angela. <laughs> but um yeah, I I, every, I I've seen many many posts about the cake topper and uh, yeah. why didn't you go for maybe like a I don't know what their last name is now, but like that your initial of your last name or something like that. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't think that she, I, I don't think that she knew about that cake topper until she saw it to herself. So, cause I, you know, Angela being controlling. She has she never have. mentioned it either. She didn't, she, or if she did, they didn't feel the need to include it. I was happy for Angela. Um, it was nice to have Jojo there just to support her. It, it, you could tell that, you know, it meant a lot to her. Damn, Angela is so bossy. I could never be, I mean, somebody's friend who's as bossy as Angela because I'd just, oh. I'd, I'd fight him already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I... her bragging about having an <laughs> orgasm. What the fuck? I mean, it's like, what were you doing the whole entire time? Aren't you guys always having sex? You're good always bragging. You, <laughs> I'm glad you had a good wedding night. Yeah. I um I thought I liked her reception mm-hmm. dress better. Even though it was very similar style, I liked the red more. The uh, red more, yeah. Um I thought for Angela, I thought she looked nice. I I thought the wedding mm-hmm. aside from that like poster that had like their faces or their like a picture of them on it mm-hmm. thought that was kind of strange but all in all I thought it was a lovely wedding yeah I agree with you the and red dress like they had mm-hmm. fun at the reception mm-hmm. mama uh, Michael was getting down oh I mean did you see mama's Michael's face when Michael was pulling the garter from Angela's oh. dress oh, okay so at my wedding we didn't do a garter toss there was no way I was going to have my husband go up my dress with my dad standing there. Absolutely not. I get that it's a tradition and whatever. I no judgment if you did it. But for me, oh my God, I would turn eight shades of red. I would be the color of Angela's dress. I know. I don't know why I'm always comparing Angela to um, Lisa. Um, but Well, there's so many comparisons. There's right. a lot of comparisons. They're both... Yeah. Uh, health they're both like hospice or like in healthcare right in healthcare um nigerian men yeah much older yeah yeah so there is a lot to compare for sure yeah i mean can we just give jojo a round of applause for her because she wins you know best actress in the supporting role yes (laughs) 
I, she was a great friend for sure. I mean, I like when friend. when she gave Michael the talk of you need to listen to Angela more. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like Michael's sitting there again apologizing. I mean, this man's apologizing from the moment he like opens his eyes to when he sleeps. Yeah. But um, yeah, she was a very supportive friend and, and I'm happy for Angela. It seemed like she was happy. I mean, towards the end, we did see that, you know, the phone call that she got from Skyla. Super sad. Yes. yes. And um, I think our collective hearts, you know, we all have our opinions of Angela. She's not she's not universally loved by any means that's for sure but I think our collective hearts all broke when she got that call and I know I for one choked up during that scene and I was just praying that she would be able to get back to Georgia to see her mom because this was really her worst nightmare come come to life that she would be in Nigeria when her mom passed and yeah, I see. I've, I've seen some stuff online, people kind of being like, well, why did she go if her mom was like that, you know, badly off? But, you know, my grandfather passed away of COPD several years ago, and he was really sick for years, mm-hmm. you know, so you never know. Exactly. And so, and ultimately, the, you know, her mom wanted her to do something that was going to make her happy yeah and Angela just seems like she's the the rock of the family you know For and sure. she's super supportive of all her grandkids her daughter her mother I mean this woman has definitely taken on the role of um you know alpha female in that house caretaker breadwinner and like she says, you know, Skyla can do a good job, but I can do a better job at taking care of my mother. So they, yeah, for sure that she's got a really close relationship with her mom. And thank God that she was able to go back and see her in time because I think mm-hmm. 10 days after her mom um, passed away. So it was almost yeah. like, you know, she was waiting for Angela. Yeah. To come, right. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that did, I, I did cry during that scene. That's yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. Um, but you know, then, then Angela always brings it back by lighting up a cigarette inside with Mm. her grandkids with fabric furniture, fabric furniture. Before we started recording, I was criticizing the, the choice of fabric furniture. If you're going to smoke in your house, which I, which I find not okay, (laughs) but if you're going to do that, have furniture that you could wipe down (laughs) on a regular basis. I could smell the ash. It's like that whole house is probably one big ashtray. And then it's like, you know, we know her mom had had suffered through several different types of cancers, Mm -hmm. but I can't imagine smoking around someone that sick was a good idea. Or, or with those children around or with the children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, I don't know how, how she thinks that that's something like that is okay. It's just, I guess it's just a hard habit to kick, you know? Well, if she's going to tote, she's going to have to, she's not toting anything. (laughs) The only thing she's going to be toting is Michael to the U S and who knows? I mean, I don't think Michael's even prepared to, to grasp what he's he deserves an honorary green card at this point 
President Trump needs to be the first person to greet him once he lands. He wore the underwear, Trump. He wore the underwear. <laughs> he deserves it. <laughs> Michael has no idea what this country is about. I think, oh. yeah, I'm happy for them. They seem like they both are genuinely in love with each other, you know, in a strange yeah. fucking way. Oh, I so, wrap, so weird. Yeah. I can't wrap my mind around it, but, um, I, you know, is he in America? Have you heard anything? No, um, media world. Yeah, I I don't think that he that he's come here. Um, you know, I used to listen to the Frauded by TLC podcast, and she would always have that um Agent C on, who was a former visa office uh, immigration visa officer, and I think that it's going to be more difficult for Michael to obtain a spousal visa because he's already been denied for a K one. Mm. So yeah. they have they have a uh, quite a long road ahead, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, the tell all again. I mean, oh, Michael, Michael states, Aunt Lydia states that you know what? What is it that she said? She said that um, Michael's gonna be able to have another child with another woman, and <laughs> Angela just blows up. Jeez. So yeah, it's gonna be a very interesting three day long. I mean, three separate. <laughs> These times. cast members that have to like sit and fill and record for hours and hours and hours. Oh man. I don't know what what I'm more excited to see Angela and Tammy go at it or uh, Sinjin's friend. So yeah, I'm excited to see it all. Too. I'm excited yeah. to see Angela and Tammy go at it for sure. That is going to be a highlight. Wow. Was that it? That was it. That was <laughs> season five. I mean, we're now we gotta forward. we gotta wait for uh, Toe to come back. Exactly, exactly what I was just gonna say. October, mid October, right? Yeah, but but some good news. We're going to start covering Darcy and Stacy. Mm. So love them or hate them, we love them. The dumpster file you fire, you cannot look away. Yeah, and we're gonna um, we're working on getting some more interviews, so. We got a lot of stuff planned. That is that is for sure. You guys stay tuned. We're going to have a lot of fire content for you as usual. Thank you so much for supporting us and for listening. We really appreciate it and we enjoy all of our time here with you. Yep, yep, yep. All right, you guys, you already know where to find us on Instagram at 90 Days on Fire podcast. And from there, you can follow Drama and I both individually. And um, we will catch up with you and post when we're going to start launching Darcy and Stacy. Have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Take care.